Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, it's just like going to other worlds, you know, like, like other dimensions where you aren't rejected all the time. I don't know. I don't know, like other worlds where your dad still sees you as his own. Maybe I'm not Mark who works at Arby's. Maybe I'm Onyx, the fortuitous slayer of the bright realm. I don't know. Are you looking forward to most at E3? I don't know. Not being alone? I don't know. Not shaming myself in the basement, getting drunk off tiny wines. Because it's like I fear death, but also I long for it. How long would you wait in line to play a game? I don't know. All day? You're never alone if you're in a line. I don't know. It's like a paradigm shift, you know? Maybe we're not in Los Angeles at all. Maybe we're in New Tristram. Or maybe we're in Kalimdor. Maybe you're not a pretty girl talking to me and making me nervous with her witch doctor eyes and red raven's mane. Maybe you're a pandaren princess asking me to retire with her to the Vale of Eternal Blossoms. And if I could only get the guts to say yes, I'd experience what it's like to be inside of a union where for once trust is given and trust is returned. Where nothing can be broken. Where nothing can be taken without first being given before the nightshade comes and takes us all back to the black and filthy muck and mire where death lives and beauty doesn't stand a chance. I don't know. What up, everybody? This is Big Steven of the OND Podcast. This is episode 35. Three months from the last episode, I think. Close to three months, anyway. It's it's mostly my fault. It's all good, though. When things happen in life, and, you know, we gotta roll with the punches and, and figure out schedules, and then we're back. Yeah. So Big fudge yeah. coming at you. Yeah. He changed his name again. So yeah. basically, every episode that we have, you just keep changing I just, your, your I just have a new alias, and yeah. that's just how it's gonna be, and if you don't you like a, it, delete me. Do you have a burner phone, too? Yeah, you keep it. Keep them guessing. I keep the blocks hot. But, <laughs> so yes, uh, we are back. It's it's been summer, so you know, been enjoying the weather and outside with my kids. Not really playing a whole lot most of summer. Just unless it's your switch and you can take it with you outside. Yeah, exactly. I have been doing that. That is that has been a must. But I don't know. Just enjoying life and in the yeah. middle of moving. Yeah, moving. It's always tough, but it's also exciting. It is a lot of changes. Um, I want to try to get this podcast back on track, though. With at least uh, at least an episode a month, I would like. Yeah. Two, if we can swing it, um, be fun. Yeah, and maybe have like mini shows in between there where I bring a guest on or something, and like have a lot of people kind of in, in, interested in doing some guest spots. So I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully, it sounds alright. I need to get a, a new like I got this great mic, but my space is kind of limited in this room. I basically because there's a lot of clutter from garage sales, but um, you know it's good. So other than that, man, any, anything else in your life that's been new or exciting? Or I went and visited my mother for the first time since she moved like a year ago. So that was fun. Took her, took the new girlfriend up to to meet her, and her kids had a went to. They've never met before. Not not like everybody at once. Oh, okay. And with my brother and his eight twenty seven kids. So you guys had probably like what thirty five kids there. Did check this out. So Jesus, that's crazy. we went to the the park to have a little barbecue you know after everybody went swimming and between my family and i'm referring to me and my girlfriend and my brother and my mom and dad there were 19 of us jesus but it was good it was it was a good family time and everybody got along great and 
They're gonna start a they're gonna start a Westbury Baptist Church type of thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's uh, we're actually Scientologists, so yeah. God. that's crazy, man. That's that's awesome, though. I mean, I'm glad you guys all got to get together, especially in in the summer. And yeah, I mean, it's summer, everybody. I I I know this is a video game podcast, but I hope people go outside and enjoy the the warmer weather. I know it gets hot as balls, but yeah. you know, just pool, bring, pools are only open for so long. Yeah, just bring your you know your your portable games. You know? Yeah, I've been playing the hell out of my my Nintendo, so. <laughs> It's crazy though. Uh, before I get into my what I've been up to, but I read an article. Uh, Nintendo released their stats. Like apparently, they can take stats of how many people play undocked versus docked on their Switch. Yeah, I, I read this and article. It's, it's more docked. Yeah, than undocked. That's I, weird. I, I figured it would be though, man. That's people crazy. want a good home console from Nintendo. I think that's their. I honestly and have always believed that is their main seller. Yeah, but it's just it's weird to me though too is that and Nintendo's all about the handhelds and the portables, yeah. but I think people at the end of the day want to go home from work, want to come home from school, sit down and play Zelda. Yeah, or Splatoon, or yeah, Zelda. Like that. Ugh. It's a great game, but it just it just it to me it was just too overwhelming, but it's still a fucking kick-ass game. But I 100% of um, that game. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> You did love that game. Obsessed. That's what he's been doing since he hasn't been on a show, <laughs> just playing Zelda poop bucket style. But I, I don't know. Like I, uh, it's crazy because I've maybe played maybe an hour docked of anything on my Switch. Most of it's uh, undocked. Yeah, I've, I've definitely in the last month have played a lot more undocked, mainly because I take it over to my girlfriend's house and yeah. her kids will play on it a little bit. And but some of them indie games, man, they're just better undocked. It's yeah. weird. It's so weird. Like me, I don't like challenging hard indie games. Like it just they just they don't in, interest me or they don't capture my my focus because I'm I'm a, I'm an easy player, you know, I don't I don't do for the difficulty shit, but for some reason on the Switch like it's just an indie heaven. Like I love it. I love Yeah. I think I think it's, you just got to play the style that makes you the most yeah. comfortable and most of us are you know recliner couch gamers yeah but the switch i don't know for me it the switch brought nintendo back from the dead for me yeah and, and i remember you were nervous about it beforehand because you were like oh my god it's not gonna work because I, I i i'm not gonna lie i hated the fucking wii yeah i hated it and i didn't i bought my children a wii u and i really didn't mess with it because i couldn't stand the controller i don't like that big controller that's just not yeah. it's not me it felt like i was playing with the duke yeah, <laughs> I thought I was playing with a college textbook. Right. <laughs> no, I really, I, I really loved uh, my Wii U. I think it's extremely underrated. I think that ten years in the future, we're gonna look back at the Wii U and then realize that it was an under, underappreciated console, yeah. just like Dreamcast. It, I think with all the competition that was out at the time, it that's kind of where it, I think, failed for me anyway. Yeah. When it came to games, you're always gonna have Nintendo for Nintendo exclusives because. That's what we all grew up playing, for the most part, and where it got us into gaming for the that's most part. That's what sells. Part. Like I think the attachment rate. I don't. I remember the stats, but I read one time it was like eighty nine percent of Nintendo owners always buy the exclusives. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like the, you know, why, why wouldn't you? Because you can't play them anywhere else. Exactly. So why wouldn't you? I mean, exactly. The only reason to own a to me the only reason to own a Nintendo console is the Nintendo exclusives. I mean, yeah. primarily. And the indie, the indie stuff. Most other stuff, I'm gonna be. Playing on the Xbox or the PlayStation yeah. or even the PC. Next week is when uh, Mario Rabbids comes out, the XCOM type I'm excited game. for this game. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm not even a big, huge fan of those games. I don't dislike them, but yeah. it's just something. It's it Mario, man. It's fucking fun. It looks really good. And I think the Rabbids are they're cute. 
Yeah. They're adorable. But uh, anyways, back to like what I've been up to. Uh, recently took a vacation that was fucking well needed. Oh, it was so good. We went to Branson, Missouri. Um, and if you followed Stephen on Facebook, you were there too. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I like doing all that, like taking pictures and live videos and shit like that. But man, I am mad at you. Jared yeah. was, but yeah, fuck him. He can need a dick. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I love doing all that. Like um, went up to Branson, went to Silver Dollar City, rode roller coasters, and rode a shitload of go karts oh my god so many go-karts and then rode these things called alpine coasters do you know what these are like the ones I've, that are like I've built in the mountains them. i've never rode like them. Sit, I, I don't do roller coasters yeah. you sit in this like sled type thing and when you're in it you have two bars on your left or one bar on your left one bar on your right hand and when you push down it goes so the more you push down the faster it goes so you control your speed yeah and it's i could really, probably do something yeah like it's that. pretty fun it's more scenic than it is thrill ride but the first one we did <clears throat> it was more it was really short but it was only like seven bucks so it was worth it and then the second one we did was more was a longer ride and um i mean it, it jerked your body around and yeah. i've got some pretty cool pictures of me one was staged obviously because i was doing the tim face and the other one was real because like it was, <laughs> did this fucking really crazy turn and i didn't anticipate it and i just had the damn thing all the way balls to the wall and i was just like like fucking going around these circles and i was fucking was, terrified was it, was it like uh like uh when you get going real fast on something and that front wheel starts just yeah. jiggling back yeah and forth. it felt like that it felt like it was fucking jiggling and it was about to fucking go off the rails it was crazy but like uh, oh, when, when you go when you get off it and you go back to the main office where they show the pictures on the screen, everybody's just laughing because my my fucking hair is all froed out and my fucking beard's all going crazy and I'm just like this like look of terror on my face is pretty dope. Branson's an, an excellent vacation spot. I mean, it's, especially for families, man, it's crazy. And I mean, most people that go on and think of a vacation, they think of some far off destination. But Branson's you know. has got it all, man. I'm I I the one thing I haven't done in Branson is a show. And I know that's what the main thing they're there for, like the shows, the like, old but Dixie they're, shows. Yeah, they're and... mostly you know country Dixie Stampede type shit. But like that doesn't really interest me. But all the other stuff, like the go karts, the roller coasters, the food, like it was just really fun. And and it was just it was just so good to you know I used a lot of my money on. Um, from the stuff that I found at the garage sale, the PS1 stuff, which I don't even know if we've talked about that on, on a podcast yet, but um, I don't, yeah, I don't think I did. It was crazy. So anyone out there that doesn't that doesn't uh, know, I went to this garage sale and uh, it was it was a once in a lifetime thing. I walked up to this garage sale and I seen like this like storage bins full of like what looked like DVDs, and I walk over and it's like PlayStation 2. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be badass. So I'm looking through all the PlayStation 2 games. There's probably about 70 to 80 of them, maybe even close to 100. And I'm like, I'm finding titles that are like really obscure so i know they're worth money and then i could glance up and i look down and I glance up again like a double take and i seen all these ps1 games so i instantly went over to ps1 because ps1 usually runs more money and more rare stuff go to the ps1 and i'm just finding rpg after rpg and i'm just taking them out and putting them in a pile i'm blocking off people from looking it's fucking hilarious i'm like a fucking gargoyle over there just perched over it and like, i finally realized that this this these people have like the best of the best so i'm like fuck it i put it all back in the boxes i put one on put one tub on top and there's three tubs all together i said i want this all how much and she's like dollar piece dollar piece and i was like I was like, okay, well, I understand you want a dollar piece, but I'm trying to buy all of them. Would you cut me a deal? And she's like, price them out, you know, piece them out, whatever. This is a Vietnamese lady. And uh, so I, I counted them and I got to like 64 and I'm like, dude, I'm not, lady, I'm not going to count all this. 
I was like, here's a hundred bucks. We take a hundred bucks and then maybe throw in these couple PlayStation 2 games. And she's like, what? You want them too? Like, she was like really rude. And I was just like, I'm just trying. Like, I'm buying all these off your hand. And her granddaughter or daughter came over there and she's like, mom, he's trying to buy all these for a hundred bucks. Like, that's a hundred dollar bill in your pocket. And uh, so finally, like, she looked at her daughter, looked at me. She's like, well, you do 110 and, and, and make her happy. I was like, yeah, it's no problem. So, um, and like, I'm shaking because I know some of these titles in here are crazy, crazy, crazy worth money. And, um, I think like the most expensive title was Brigadan, Brigadan or whatever, uh, some Atlas strategy RPG game. It goes for like $150, I think, well, on on eBay. And I I got like I think 174 on eBay, I think. It was just crazy. And then uh I mean there's just so many titles in there and the best thing about all these titles is that they were clean. These PS1 games, the PS1 games are notorious for scratching because they had the black the the black disc on the bottom of it. So scuffs and stuff would show up even more. Plus, I mean, you're playing it. Kids are taking it in out of the machine. They're dropping it on and the ground. Nobody's putting it back in the case. It's crazy. <laughs> like all these were mint. I mean, and I use my I use my sister's DSLR camera to take pictures of them. So when I put them on eBay, they could see like how mint these were. And um, I listed I listed several titles on online. I got so much so much profit. And like one guy bought them all. Some guy in New Jersey. Uh, his last of his email was at nasdaq.com he had to be a stockbroker he emailed me and he was so happy with the stuff that he got he's like i can't believe this shit's this clean it was just it was an incredible find um kept yeah, some of it's kept, also good to sell that stuff yeah oh yeah appreciate it. exactly and uh i sold some of the stuff local i wanted to keep some of it local and i gave excellent excellent prices and um but on ebay i was like hey it's no holds barred you know pay pay what you're willing to pay and that's what ebay's for you know and um i did get one like some of the ps2 stuff i got one title was it's called Kion. It's a Japanese horror game. Them games, for some reason, on PS2 are worth so much money. And this game was like it price charted at I think two hundred dollars, depending on the sale, maybe two twenty five. And I really wanted NES Classic, so I went to a guy that had one for sale, and I was like, "Look, here's this game. You have what I want. You want to trade?" He's like, "Oh yeah, for sure." So I just trade it straight across. Some people are like, "You're fucking stupid for doing that." I don't believe that. I think that the the NES Classic right now you can technically sell for two hundred dollars, and people will pay it online. Shit, right now the SNES Classic's going for three to five hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah. So, and as long as Nintendo keeps keeps their commitment towards not releasing these again, I could see with the popularity of these things being so insanely popular and so just instantly bought, I could see Nintendo doing revision twos with like adding more games to the console right. or different games. Maybe be keeping the staples you know like your mario your zelda but then like adding like other random nes games i could see them doing that um but i wanted one and it's literally i haven't even turned it on nothing is just sitting on my shelf so and that's cool for me because like i literally paid i think she wanted three dollars in a, a ps2 game i was like fuck it <laughs> here's a ps2 game for for this i paid three bucks for nes classic so that was pretty sweet but um yeah, that, I mean, that that garage sale was literally my coolest find of all time. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was literally shaking, and I left so much stuff behind, like, because I was out of money. I mean, I drained my bank accounts, because uh, I, was, I was getting paid the next day, but I drained my bank account um, to, to buy all that stuff, and then, like, I left so much behind, but that's just the way it go. You know, I didn't, I wasn't going to go in there and be like, oh, I'll come back and, you know, go scrounge some money from somebody. I could have borrowed money from my dad, but I didn't want to, so in, instantly... I got on the 619 Gamer page uh, that I help run uh, for Wichita and surrounding surrounding, uh, cities and states. And I was just like, yo, there's this garage sale here. Go there. You're going to find some cool shit. And like a lot of people hit it up. I mean, she was cleaned out within the hour. Like they bought everything. And it's cool though, you know, because I wanted wanted to spread the love. I wasn't going to be like, look at all this shit I got and then not not give the love to other people. And, 
you know, I posted it. I posted it on on the site. Didn't give anybody first first pick. You know, I made it fair for everybody. And some people on there were extremely jealous. Um, I posted it on Reddit. My find on Reddit, and oh my god, people were messaging me, calling me a coward, calling me a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> just sad, man. Jealousy runs rampant, man. When it comes to anything, anytime you get anything that is an extraordinary find or a good deal or something, jealousy just goes nuts. It's crazy. And it's fucking sad, too. It drives me insane. But, I mean, it was just crazy. Like, I I, I still can't believe I did all that. But I used all them profits to uh, pay, off, pay off some off my credit card, most of it off my credit card, um, take my trip, buy a couple other things, so... The end of the day, man, it's like it's still pretty cool, and I still got a whole shitload of it back there, right, right behind there. Like it's crazy how much, how much uh, it, I still have. So actually, I just sold fifty dollars. The Armored Armor Core PS1 games they were worth like sixty-two, and he, I, I, he offered fifty, and I was like, cool, I'll take that. Because um, PS1, like I can burn any game I want and play it, so I don't really give a shit. <laughs> like you know, Gotta all get profit from soft games, man. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so all all the Kingsfield games and all the games I sold them on eBay, like that dude bought all that shit, man. One guy bought all them fucking games. Can you believe that? Like that's crazy. But anyways, other than that, I've just been. Um, He's probably a scrub. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture him being like Andy Belfleur off of uh off of Wolf of Wall Street, just like doing <laughs> cocaine all the time and playing PS One games. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I I get the loot. Yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Uh, I've really been up to anything else. Just playing a lot of games and working and sad, lonely nerd life. So just how that's how it go. But anyways, we will get into what we've been playing. We've been playing obviously a shitload. It's been months. Um, I'll, let, I'll let real big fudge go first. Still weird saying that. But uh, yeah, I'll let him go first. So what have you been playing, man? Uh, I most recent purchase, Sonic Mania. Word. Um, there's been an, It's been a long time since there's been a real solid sonic release and i've always been a fan of the 2d side-scrolling sonic games i really can't stand the 3d ones that's just really not not what i grew up playing and it's really not what i'm about mm-hmm. um this game pretty sure it's saved sonic as a franchise if yeah, anything for sure it uh i mean I'm, we were we stayed up till what, almost three in the morning refreshing yeah. the east door <laughs> yeah a lot of people on reddit did i had my too. son at three in the morning i, I called and said bring me my nintendo <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty awesome. Yeah, the uh, the and he's been just fiending it. Yeah, it's crazy too because, like, like you said, like it's the first true two D Sonic, and it looks just like a Genesis game, just HD out. The sound is fucking great. It's like they took Sonic One and remade it better. Well, too, yeah, more more so too. But Sonic yeah. Sonic One is great, but with with tails in there and stuff, it's it, to me it looks it reminds me a lot of. of Two. I've even think some of the levels they've just pretty much just cut copy pasted them, made them look they, better. They remixed them, is what they called it. Okay, yeah. cool. But, but it's, it's a solid game for twenty dollars awesome. yeah. on on the Switch. Definitely. And I think I've I think I've mentioned on the show before. But I was really excited for the special edition, uh, and this comes out on PS4, Xbox Three, <laughs> Xbox One, and Switch. Um, they had a special edition, which is fucking incredible. The box is huge, man. It's really big in the front. It's got Sonic with a fist, and it says Sonic Mania Collector's Edition, and inside you have the Genesis Gen 1 model uh, with um, Sonic on it, like a real tall thing. This thing's huge, and then it's got a button on it. When you power it up, it'll say Sega and all this bullshit, and then it comes with a, a cart, like a Sega Genesis cart that looks just like one, and it says Sonic Mania on it, and then when you pull out the the, the, the chip board or whatever, you can pull that out, and it comes with a little Sonic ring. It's like a gold ring. 
probably turn your finger green. <laughs> but uh, it's really good. And it comes like a little metal card and then, and then the code for the game. So there's no physical release of this game whatsoever. It's all digital. Um, yeah, but, maybe. They might yeah. physically release it one But that's, that's, that special edition is really, really freaking cool. But yeah, the game is, is solid if you, if you guys like Sonic or want a yeah. solid platformer. To me, Sonic's a platformer, but it's, you know, hold right to win. <laughs> yeah, and but so, I mean, you have to, you have to, like, I don't know, that game can get fucking tough, man. Oh, yeah, it's not, not the easiest And all that, game. like, but like. I've just been noticing, like, trying to go slower through levels because there's just so many different areas There is. Areas a, they and have added a few um, uh, lim- or elements of exploration mm-hmm. to to some of the levels. And, I don't know, it's just a great game. Because, like, as you're going really fast, you'll see, like, a power-up, and you're like, fuck. And you try to go back, and you just can't because yeah. the game's all about momentum, you know? Yeah. And it's really fun. So, yeah, if you like Sonic, get it. It's on It's on all the systems, and it's it's beautiful game. Yeah. Really, really cool. And, uh... Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really stoked to, to see that on the, uh, on all the consoles. So yeah, Sonic Mania is pretty fucking amazing. So check it out; it's awesome. <laughs> what else you been playing, man? A lot of Switch shit. Yeah, I I bought Cave Story, and have made Poser. it to about half halfway through the game. Yeah, it uh, it's another great platformer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just another. To me, those are that's. Nintendo. Have like you never me. played that game before? Cave Story, yeah. I had it on a yeah. 3DS at one point. Do you know where that game started? Um, it was a, like a... I think it was either was Wii, it a PC a game? WiiWare or a Shareware game. Yeah, it was, it was like a Shareware, like just free. I know it took the guy like five years to make yeah. the game. and then he put it on Wii under the like the WiiWare, like on the Wii, Wii menu, I think, I think so. And they had a couple 3DS versions of it, or DS versions of it, 3DS, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, now it's on Switch. And, and did you get the special edition with all the stuff in it? Yeah, I so got the keychain. Did you get it at GameStop? Or yeah. did you, get a, you got a GameStop? Okay, yeah. that's why. So you got you got the actual limited edition one. GameStop has what, I was wondering about it when I went to yeah. buy it because I, I read about it and I was just like, you know, fuck it. It's 30 bucks. I'm just going to buy yeah. it and that just happened to be the one. Because exactly. I picked it up and I was like, this thing feels really fat. Yeah, yeah. At GameStop, GameStop had a... I, I think GameStop's realizing that Nicholas or whatever, the Nicholas, whatever, the game, the N-I-C-L-A-S, they're the ones that put out the games like Binding of Isaac, uh, this game, they're going to put out Super Meat Boy, uh, all this shit. Like, they're packing that thing with exclusive stuff. And I, and GameStop is usually the only one that carries this special stuff. Yeah. Like, um, but I guess I guess Binding of Isaac did it and, and all the other ones when you got the first run. But like I'm gonna buy all their stuff if they keep putting extra shit like that in there because that stuff will be worth worth money one day. If you wait 20, 30 years down the road and you still have everything that came inside that, like the little miniature CD, the keychain, the bag, all that stuff, like it's gonna be worth money. Like yeah. I'm telling you, people eat that shit up. Yeah, Cave Story, it's another solid game for you know like Metroidvania. To me, the Switch is great for these 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 platformer mm-hmm. style Nintendo games that are under sixty dollars. I mean, thirty dollars is I mean, Zelda's the one that I, you know, is my most expensive game. So yeah. everything else I've paid $30 and down to $10. You need to get your kids Splatoon so they'll shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, eventually we'll get it. Yeah. And I think that, uh, like, Cave Story, like, I never really played it on the other consoles, but I picked it up and I played it. It's really cool, like, little platformy. Um, you get different power ups and some problem solving in that game. Yeah, that you like, have to do, and, and it's just like the Metroid stuff. So you'll go to like certain areas, and you'll be like, "Oh, come back here later," because you don't have the certain weapon or something. Yeah, that's pretty dope. You can interchange weapons too. You mm-hmm. get different uh, weapons. Uh, 
I interchanged my pistol for a machine gun and just wrecked yeah. shop. So I really wish there's a game on the Switch right now called Mighty Gunvolt Burst Two, or I think isn't that what it's called? The it's, one I have. It's not out yet. No, no wait, that's no, no. Azure Striker. Yeah. These games, these games all intertwine. That I think I'm pretty sure they're all kind of in the same universe. I know that I've read the, the one you're talking about. I've read is it, it's uh, everyone refers to it as what Mighty Number no, Nine should have been. been. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. It's great, and I don't like games like Mega Man and shit like that. But I picked it up because uh, uh, Henderson Man and and Corey from Pixelated Radio were talking about it, and they were like, "This game's fucking great. You got to play it." And I'm like. I don't know. And I listen to their show, and they're talking about how you could interchange weapons. And, Rob liked the game, yeah, right? There's so many, there's so many different like combinations of like how you, like you'll, you get to test out weapons. So like you'll put like this this weapon part with this part, and then the particle will be this color, and then the particle will do this this explosion. And then it'll, you can change the trajectory of it and all kinds yeah. of shit. It's crazy. There's so much customization, and they want you to run the levels over and over again. It's really fun. Yeah, and for a $10, you, $10 game. Yeah. Solid. You need, you need need to play that shit. Uh, so, yeah, sorry to hijack your, what you've been playing. But, yeah, Cave Story's pretty cool, man. You should definitely check it out. I don't know. Cave Story's pretty cool. <laughs> Tiny wines. <laughs> so, yeah, so you beat Zelda, man. I did. I 100% of this game. I, it's crazy. To me, there rarely comes a game, and usually it's it's an RPG. Um, or a that, shooter, Destiny. But technically, an RPG, if you want to get technical, it, technical about it. it. Well, depending on who you're talking to, I guess. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, but I 100%ed Zelda, all shrines, God. all items, all clothing. That's crazy. Um, the uh, I I guess I can't say really 100%ed. I haven't found all the, the Korok. Korok seeds yet, but there's only, you know, 900 of them. And so I just, <laughs> you know, to me, the golden poo is just not worth it. And that's so, the, the yeah. item you get when you get, I guess, all nine hundred. So you have, you have, you don't have the season pass for it, so you don't have the not yet. DLC? I haven't, I haven't went ahead and what does the yet. Se- what does the newest DLC do the for the game? The newest DLC has the has hero mode, which is hard mode, which is you just start a new game and everything's amped up difficulty wise, which is just fucking bonkers to me. But what um, else? And then there's the the what is it, the sword trials or something similar, something titled like that. So something like basically where there's, I think it's like sixty rounds you have to go. Of to essentially get your master sword from being thirty damage to sixty damage permanently, or hmm. it's constantly like glowing. You know, like when you're near yeah. an enemy, like uh, the calamity enemies, they'll uh, it'll buff itself. Yeah, and it'll, uh, glow Weird. blue. But it still doesn't do anything for the their ability, which was kind of a bummer. But yeah, and then a map thing, right? <laughs> Show you where you've been. Yeah, and it'll you can it'll show you where you've been i think over the last so many like hours and then yeah. the number of hours is it's a lot i mean like last 50 hours or something Jeez. like that so so and then the next dlc will be actual story thing yeah like it's about supposed to be an actual another yeah. i guess a dungeon if you will this game really does, isn't so much about the dungeons per se but it does have dungeons i don't care what rob says <laughs> um it's pretty much just going to be a story dlc yeah just but, cool i think it's so fucking cool that like how much exploration is in that game? It's and ridiculous. It's why it kind of turned me off to it because I just it was too overwhelming. See, to me, like a game like that is the replayability of it because you're never going to play that game the same twice. Yeah. And you know, I my to get the next DLC, I'm definitely going to do a hard mode run just because why not? And yeah, you're all about that masochist bullshit. But it's. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, that's I, good. I'm glad. I'm glad, that, man. That's it's, my it's, game of the year. I mean, yeah, I pre- I'm almost. Pre- I'm 
almost positive that that game is going to be game of the year. Everybody, I mean, I, I, I'm think I've been trying to think like what's going to beat it, but I don't know. I, game of the year is weird for everybody because it's it's all subjective. But what other game like just blew people away like yeah. that? It's crazy, man. Well, Zelda, fucking nuts. Nintendo innovated again. I mean, with the yeah. design of that game and all their all their heavy hitters they're coming out with look like they're. Not reinventing the wheel, but just doing something new. Like or giving fans kind of what they wanted yeah. without really knowing what they wanted. Yeah. Type thing. Like, hey, I want a, I want a real open world Zelda game. But Nintendo's, Nintendo's fucking learning, man. They're just, they're newest. There was an article with the Rocket League dudes from Psionics. There were basically like, all right, we want to bring our game to your, to your console. Here's what we want to do. Uh, will you accept that? And they were, every time, she they were basically talking about it. They said the translator said anything you need. They'd be like, well, we want to play with, you know, other consoles. Crossplay. Hopefully, crossplay with, with Xbox. Or definitely PC, possibly Xbox, possibly PlayStation. They're like, whatever you need. And there's also going to be exclusive Nintendo cars. Yeah, Nintendo cars. And, and the then Switch. they also said that, well, it's kind of a really big deal for us to have voice chat support, like in the game. And they're like, whatever you need. So, which tells me that they're going to start adding voice support to these actual games instead of the app thing, because the app got total terrible feedback. Yeah, this application you have uh, on your phone. Nobody to wants to plug at. their shit into their phone. It's dumb. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's really that, weird. That's that's old world Nintendo trying yeah, to bust yeah. back through to me. But. but I do like the app though, because the app will let you connect to like Splatoon has its own like little page. So when you go to Splatoon two, you click on it, and then you get to access like your stats in there. Look at what's popular order certain gear from the app i like that aspect that's cool because it's like another way to interact with your game but as far as like party chat and shit oh my god no way like mm -hmm. it's crazy microsoft and, I, and sony kind of cornered the market on yeah game chats yeah, and, yeah. i mean even even for pc yeah like i don't even like i mean i don't like game on pc period but my biggest gripe is besides mouse and keyboard for myself but it's i feel alone like texting or typing fuck that that's fucking archaic bullshit don't don't do that. And then they're like, well, you know, certain games have have microphones. Yeah, but I gotta hit the fucking T button to do it. Yeah. You have to hit a button to talk, and then let it go. Like, fuck that. That's so bullshit. But like, it's just cra it's crazy to me how much party chat and voice chat and community mean to me in gaming. Like, I don't how have, much it's changed. Yeah, gaming. yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, imagine, I don't play my PlayStation at all because of that. You imagine like when. Uh, Xbox Live first came around, and I remember I had it. You know, and it you, you could I can talk to my friends. I had it within the first month. Like Crimson Skies blew me away. It was crazy. I loved that game. I, I remember I remember going home. I bought the bought this bundle. It came in a box. It came with a little headset, a little puck you put into your Xbox controller, and then it came with a free copy of Crimson Skies. I remember going to Walmart to the mall, or not Walmart. But going to Wichita to the mall. Walking into the mall, it was me. Uh, Chris Kuzmal, maybe Eli, I can't remember, maybe Tim even, and um, they walk in there, no, Bart, I know Bart was with me because he bought one too, we bought the starter kit and it came with Crimson Skies, I thought that was crazy because Crimson Skies just launched like two weeks ago, yeah. it was like some promotion they were doing, and so I bought it, went home, like hooked it up, uh, hooking it up was a pain in the ass back then, uh, and like we finally got it running and like, it was it was so new to me that I didn't even play online for like a week. I just 
played the single player. Yeah. And then I, and then I, and then they were like they were like, "Hey, have you you know, have you played online yet?" And I'm like, "Oh, I forgot. We have that." Like I didn't even know about. It. I just was so in so in tune to the old ways of playing the game. So we went on the Xbox I was like, "Xbox Live, okay." And then we like went in this room and then like there were all these people dog fighting and playing and I was like and then people were like talking and I it just blew me away. Yeah. Like, I could talk to people online while playing this game. It was just crazy. And then ever since then, Halo 2 came out, played that all the time online. It was that, just, it was just a staple. Then it changed. Yeah, it was crazy, man. It just changed. It changed the world. And like, in and PlayStation had online. I mean, I remember going to Jared's house and we'd play SoCom uh, online and Tony Hawk, and we would just play that for hours and hours, just on there playing and talking to people, and it was pretty cool. But then, like Xbox Live, just changed changed it for me. It's fucking crazy. But anyways, we're way off topic. So yeah. what else? We're you, good at we're good at that on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> you you picked up one of my most played games on my Switch, which is crazy. Like the Binding of Isaac. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I I've, I had this game on my PlayStation when I first got my PlayStation. It was one of the first free, free yeah. games, and so I, I downloaded it and played it a little bit. My daughter fell in love with this game, and which is so weird because the game is so fucked up, deranged. <laughs> she doesn't it understand is. it, you know. Like, but uh, she. Uh, she enjoyed it so, but I, I that morning that you were gonna go buy Best Buy and you yeah it sat on your shelf for a month like, yeah almost a month <laughs> before I even touched it just because I knew what it was yeah. and I was in the, it, Zelda was new and so yeah and uh, but once I started playing more handheld style you know like undocked undocked yeah. and you know I like hey I'm gonna take just, Binding of Isaac and God I my first two runs on it I made it to the last level that I was hooked. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so addictive. So anybody who doesn't know what Binding of Isaac is, it's a top-down, kind of reminiscent of the original Zelda uh, on NES. And it's a rogue, you're going, roguelike Yeah, game. you're going from room to room. You have a directional uh, up, down, left, right, uh, where you fire these tears from his eyes. And then you're like getting special power-ups. There's so many different power-ups. Like one where... Oh, have you seen the page of power-ups? Yeah, Sean, Sean sent me a, a link to the wiki. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. There's at least... And, the version we're playing on Switch is the definitive version. Like, it has everything. It even has stuff in that version that isn't even out on PC or um, Xbox or PS4 yet. They wanted to give a little bit of time for Switch to get it first to, you know, drive sales. And there's just so many power-ups. And, like, some of the power-ups are so weird, like, uh, you know, fire your tears faster or make them... And some of them actually them, like, hurt you. I mean, yeah, yeah. make it harder. Yeah. And like, make everything backwards. You see like, these, these shiny new... Uh, power ups and you're like oh I'm getting that and then you and get it it's, it's just like, like health down yeah. just like, it's like shit <laughs> yeah there's just tons of little little details in that game man and and I played this game on the PS4 I was like him hey, I got it for free I played it and I'm like this is fucking dumb I have tons of them games on my on my on my PlayStation 4 or my PC and I have them but I'm just like they're just fucking lame to me like there's no there's no like nothing keeping me going but with the Switch you put an indie game on there I'll buy it. I'll yeah, buy it. Right. And I'll play it, and it's crazy. Like that. I mean, it's aside so perfect. from Nintendo exclusives, that game is an indie machine. Yeah, for me. It's, and they're just they just keep cranking them out, and there's so many coming out that look fucking. I, incredible I think too. right now, not having, a, I think with there being such an overwhelming number of indie games on the Switch, like it's hard not to try to get swept up in them because you're looking for that next game that's no one's played or no one's heard of. And be like, damn, you need to buy this game. It's t- yeah. ten, fifteen dollars. There's three games coming out on the Switch. That are indie that are gonna fucking that are gonna change the game, and I'm pretty sure a couple of them are coming to the other consoles too. And that's 
Owlboy, which we've talked about. Which Owlboy. You, I've you damn beat. near beat it. I, yeah. I, I quit. I need to finish yeah. it, but I'm... That game is amazing. Yeah, that game's coming out. Hollow Knight, which is another roguelike game. Which is another game that everyone is raving yeah, about. on PC. And then Dead Cells, which I've played Dead Cells, and Dead Cells is fucking amazing. I'm And I've played that on PC. And it is a side-scroller platformer slash roguelike game. Uh, I think we're seeing the rebirth of the, the platforming Castlevania. Yeah. Metroidvania. Everybody wants a, a, a piece of that a piece of that action, man. Which is fine with me. Th- those are the games that I yeah. fell in love with as a yeah. kid. And they so, sell like crazy. But Dead Cells is fucking amazing. And, you know, there's so many power-ups and, and like, different ways. And, like, just the you do the run over and over again. When you die, you come back with a little bit of gold. So you, you're constantly just edging it a little bit to get more power-ups and stuff. And it's just so fun. Um, but on, on the Binding of Isaac, it is great feeling when you get such an overpowered build and yeah. you just fucking mop going, the floor yeah. with it. Yeah, that's good. I have shitty RNG on that game, so <laughs> I ha- I just get like constantly screwed. I've had one really, really good OP thing. I almost beat Mother and it came to the last second and I fucking fucked it up and I was so pissed. But yeah, my, my streak is like negative 1,037 or something like that. Yeah, I'm still at negative 50. Like it's crazy. I've never I've never beat mom once. <laughs> like fucking terrible. But that game's so fucking. It cool. is fun. It's a solid game. It's a good time wasting uh, game. That's yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, the next game I've I've been playing or I've I've played is a game that I picked up that we supported way back when. Pretty much right when it was put into the preview program. I think so. Yeah. Um, which is the Long Dark. And this game, if you if you were to buy it now, as opposed to when we bought it, it is. A 180. I mean, and <laughs> yeah. not not different as in they had to change it, just the amount of shit they've added. Yeah. And now there's a, a story mode, much it'll have acts, much like uh, like the Minecraft story stuff, mm-hmm. where you uh, <clears throat> I think kind of teaches you bit by bit how to survive. Yeah. And uh, the story so far has been it's been pretty solid. It's it's a beautiful beautiful game. The art style is amazing. They even changed the like the the graphics. Like they still have that cool like. Almost like cell shaded type, like I don't know, I don't know how to explain that graphic style, but it's kind of a retro style cell shaded. Yeah, but they've but they've uh, they've just improved it so much. Like it's yeah. the frame rates better. Like it's crazy the way like the smoke looks. Like yeah. it's really weird. But right now you can play. Is it there? I know you can play through the first deck. I don't I think know. There's three. Is right it now. three right now? Two or three. But um, the main seller of this game, aside from the story, is it's a survival game, and it's one of the only survival games that i really can get into yeah and because this game encapsules i think it's feeling, more realistic well i think yeah. it, to me the terrifying the, too the game it just gives you that feeling of bewilderment yeah. <laughs> you're in a frozen tundra you know in this forest yeah. and no one's around i remember i told you i was like i was like hey the new story mode's up and you're like oh shit so i booted it up because i want to see what the story mode was like and i started and it's like oh You've, you're here. They're like, go find. You're like, you're starving. You're cold, and it's like, start a fire. And I couldn't even figure out how to start a fire, and I died. <laughs> I'm watching you play, and you're like, just go over there, started a fire, got got warm, got to the next chapter. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this game's obviously not for me because I'm fucking freezing to death within the first minute. <laughs> it's yeah, ridiculous. But it, I mean, as soon as you jump into that game, you're you're it's you know like negative thirty degrees. So like, you don't have. Most survival games, you're on a beach, you know, you can wander around and look for a little bit before you starve to death. But mm-hmm. that one, you're, you're going to freeze here in yeah. a matter of minutes slash hours in game time. And the interface is, the interface is really, they've changed the interface too, I've noticed. Yeah. It's a lot like all on, 
You don't have to go into you go into a menu, but it's, it's a more like a radial yeah, menu. It's a lot more snappy. And but like, there's everything, like anything you can think of. Like they really MacGyver the shit out of that game. Yeah. Like get a stick. All right. Well, in order to make the stick, I need to get this, and then you use the stick to carve this, and like it's crazy, man. It it's is, so and, and I'm not a big fan of survival games because I feel like they're over, over they're uh, starving simulators, yeah. and I really can't stand that. But for some reason, this game is. I don't know. It kind of has its hooks in me, and it's. It's cool. It's game. definitely a definitely unique game. And, and you'll, I mean, you'll you'll be attacked by wolves, by bears, by I mean, the cold. The, the cold first. is the biggest enemy of that game, yeah. and it's, you'll have to navigate uh, caves, tunnels, yeah, and it's without a scary, without man. a torch. Without, and then there's animals too, like wolves and bears. And yeah, it's it's the first survival game on Game Preview to come out of Game Preview, right? I'm glad. I'm glad I bought the one that didn't. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations! You know they're not fucking. Good. I don't even check that tab yeah. anymore. I'm just like, oh, they're yeah. all still on there. Yeah, that um, at least you know, it, I, it's at least this company doesn't charge you, you know, for DLC. Yeah, yeah that's. Stanley doesn't know that Ark Ark is a very very insanely popular game. It's also a sore subject on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, it runs like shit on Xbox, and they still don't ever acknowledge that. It's not even that it runs like shit. It's that it's. To me, that game, I don't... I, it's, it's not It's not new player-friendly. It isn't. You get into a game and you're instantly how locked many, out. How many times have we tried to play this game where we get into a server and you, everything's walled off, can't go yeah. anywhere? And then when I say it to people, they're like, well, just make you know make your own server or play single player with just a friend. And I'm like, but that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, like, like this is supposed to be a huge community. Uh, the community yeah. behind this game is huge. Yeah, massive. Toxic as fuck, but huge. Yeah. And... It's it's a game meant to be played with other people. It really is, and, and it comes out next week. A physical copy, like an actual like collector's edition one with like a dinosaur and a book, and still not complete. Still not complete, which is just mind that, blowing. You don't have to pay extra for that. Yeah, that's crazy. So crazy. But yeah, they already have paid DLC for it, which mm-hmm. is to me is robbery. But, but Long Dark is pretty cool because they they're out of game preview, but they still don't have all their acts up. So they're gonna. It's basically. In a roundabout way, free DLC. But all the people that bought it for fifteen bucks yeah. are getting the. Thing. No, it wasn't fifteen, was it? Yeah, really. When I got it. It was fifteen dollars. Holy shit! So how much is it now? Forty. Yeah, I think it's gone up that's to forty. Cool. Which is that's what game preview is. They're letting you get it cheaper than what it would be. Like Ark is getting ready to come out next week. It's sixty for the code, or uh, I think one hundred and twenty. I mean, you both for... bought that game. Yeah, we did before we game shared. Yeah, because huh? yeah. I kept thinking like. I think this was before we game shared. Yeah, it had to be. Because I was like, man, this game looks solid, and my son loves dinosaurs, and yeah. it's a survival game. I think we could really get into it, and then hated it from the first five minutes. Yeah. And who knows? It might come out later and look better and and just, I don't know, maybe do something to entice us back, but I don't know. It's, it's really I, weird. I have sour feelings. But speaking of game preview, um, one game I didn't buy because I was waiting for something else to come out on it um is uh we happy few i remember seeing this at e3 and they kind of hoodwinked people a little bit but at the same time people automatically jumped the gun they wanted that bioshock story feel because you know there was this choice in art style is very similar yeah but at the same time like everybody almost also went to that and as soon as they started doing interviews right after the e3 presentation they were like this is not bioshock Nothing like that. Yeah, that was stated early. Yeah, yeah. But they continued to do that even after people saw the Although, game preview. The survival element of it, that was something that was not heavily talked about. And Yeah, because I think they didn't want to. Here's the thing with How We Happy Few. They put it out. You start off in this thing. You have, to take, you have to basically choose whether you want to do this thing or this thing. 
there's these pills you take which make you happy that you don't see the fucked up shit that people do around you stuff like this so when you're playing this game you play like that little that little segment it's incredible it's so thrilling then when you get out to the main game i said in air quotes it's a survival thing you explore you uh, find more pills to keep you keep you sed- not sedated but if you choose not to take your pills then people will notice you or you can like you need know, to find food to do like stuff but they did that as part of the tech demo because that was the early thing they said we're working on story we're wanting to polish thing making sure mechanics work stuff like that then we're going to start adding story elements yeah well during this time that was maybe five i'm still kind four, of pissed we didn't go ahead and four get or five this months game. ago yeah it was 29.99 it's a pretty solid price, and I figured that once it came out, it would probably be fifty to sixty dollars. Although I can see us now being like, "Man, I don't know if this game is going to be worth thirty bucks." Exactly. At the time. That's why I didn't buy it because I was like, ah, thirty bucks just is a, a lot of money for a yeah, preview game. If it's just if it's just a survival game, I don't really know if I want to do that. But then I knew they were doing story mode, but they didn't really say anything about it. Well, somebody at Gearbox played it, and they were like, "Holy shit! Like we're in." So they contacted the dudes. Um, it's like, a, I can't remember how small their team is. It's pretty small. But they were like, we're putting our money behind it. We want our name at the publisher. Uh, whatever you need. And then, so they've already announced they're going to have three separate characters, three separate campaigns. Uh, they're going to have, like, extreme more, more, more polish. All kinds of shit. A season pass, all kinds of shit. And then they raise the price on the store from $29.99 to $59.99. Which we'll probably, we'll probably yeah. get it. Oh, I'm definitely getting it. Like, if it's... Gearbox is if Gearbox was if gonna put their shit behind it. Usually Gearbox games are pretty good, but um, they're letting them keep creative control. There's like they, they they put all that in their blog post. They were like, we were so impressed with the team. We want them. To, we we're, we like the vision they're going for. We want them to make their game. Like we're and, not gonna put I, time constraints on them or anything. I did so play the forty five minute demo when it was yeah. available. I love the style of it. It, man. it was it's a great. fun game. It just forty five minutes of the game was not enough. Exactly. To me to sell it. Which is the exact thing. And I'm Plus, kinda... without no real definitive release yeah. date, you're just like, am I going to pay this money in, what, three, four years yeah. to get this game? That's the weird... I don't mean to hijack you, hijack what your what your game plan this week is, but, but like that's the problem with these game preview games is that you get the game preview game, and you're like, man, this is kind of cool, but I don't know if I want to spend money on it. So what I do is I play it for a little bit, maybe like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then I wait until the next time it updates. Yeah, and then I go back in there, but at the same time, that's a curse though because I look at games like the Calling. I bought the Calling because it was on sale, like for twenty or thirty percent off, and I like the idea of it. It's basically a battle royale simulator, kind of like you know Hunger Games or Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Yes, but yeah, but um, they, but yeah, it's like all that's gonna be the game that yeah. takes us over. Yeah, but it's gonna, but it's all like you know melee, you know melee inducing. It's pretty cool. That's the same way. Can you, you, can you just imagine? The trolling fun that we will have on yeah, that game. That's gonna be crazy, which I got something for that too. Uh, but so I played that, and then it just forty-five minutes wasn't long enough. Yeah. And then so I didn't really buy it until I seen it go on sale. And honestly, not enough content for forty-five minutes. Yeah. For me. And yeah. So a lot of these games, like two games, I'm gonna talk about Conan Exiles. But I guess preview. it is kind of a, a gamble. I mean. Yeah. Which I don't. I mean, they shouldn't have you be doing that with your money. I guess we shouldn't even bitch at all. At least they let us play it. Yeah. Trial right. it. You know. But yeah, we missed out on on the early price. We didn't miss out on the long dark though, which is another solid yeah. buy. So um, the other game that I've been playing or played, we both we both played. And I played the shit out of it. Yeah. Was the Destiny Two beta? Yeah. You guys thought you could get away without us talking about it? <laughs> um, right. I played through all three characters through the the first mission. You know, it's cool. It's whatever. Um, to me, the PvP was what I was there for, and 
I like the PvP. It's to me, it's different than the first one, but it's still it's still Destiny. Yeah, I, I I played. It's more of the same, but a little different. Yeah, I played but, Titan. I think I didn't go through all three characters. I basically just wanted to dip my dick in. I didn't want to play. I didn't want to. I did not want to play all that fucking beta and just be like, I'm not earning anything. I'm not getting. I mean, like, what's the point? Like for me. Well, if anything, Bungie will give you. A, you'll get a special emblem that said you played the beta. I mean, that's yeah. all it'll be. Yeah. But. I <coughs> I did not wanted like to. PvP. I'd get home from work and play PvP for an hour or two every you know before yeah. it closed up and that's I, where it was for me and I'm excited. I mean a lot I of like people a lot of people love to hate this game the and sh- I fucking love it. The strike that they played was much more cinematic. It felt like a mini raid almost. There was like tiered yeah, boss battle, that big swinging drill thing. That yeah, was it was fucking cool. It was cool and the uh, graphics yeah. look a lot better, a lot better. Than Destiny one. It uh. But, but the, like I said, man, people love to hate this game, yeah. and it's sad because I've met some really great people playing this game, and it's not a game for a casual player anymore. Yeah, it really isn't. And if you think about it, when they first announced the game and what they built it as, it wasn't going to be in the first place. So Exactly. They fucking Peter Monolude that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I, like I We're said... We're going to support a game for 10 years. Yep. I love the shit. Sorry for his background noise. My roommate's fucking loud as shit on his little Snapchat. Ugh. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy as shit, man. I I I didn't like the PvP on Destiny Two. I thought it was kind of fucking weak. Uh, they just they changed way too much shit. Like I didn't like that I couldn't use my my special until the very end of the match, and they're going more MLG type thing. And I just yeah. But I know that Bungie and they'll change it. It'll yeah, that's that's the thing. Everything we bitch about, they're gonna change because. Yeah. As much as Destiny players love their game, they love to bitch. They love the love bitch. The, bitch. It's the second saltiest place on this on yeah. this earth, next to your bitch. Yeah, ass. dude, <laughs> dude, it's crazy shit because Destiny is so like their community is great, but they're so very loving and welcoming community. <laughs> but they know exactly what the fuck they want. Yeah, and the, but it's cool that Bungie listens and and does things. They're constantly evolving. They will. I mean, they want to keep their players happy. They want to keep them coming yeah. back, and that is a game you have to go back to to yeah. play. And I'm looking forward to just playing the fuck out of that game the day it releases. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing like a 24 hour just marathon. It, dude, it'd be cool. I'm really excited. But um, yeah, that's coming out. So pretty cool but yeah it's it's gonna be fun fuck yeah so my um fuck yeah almost 50 minutes of that shit um my games i've been playing uh it's just gonna go right down the list i've played one of these too yeah uh well we'll start with the one that we both played uh battlefield one we've Finally bit the bullet on the season pass. Yeah, we finally just said fuck it and bought it. And yeah. we probably should have before because this game is worth every damn dollar you throw at it because yeah. DICE is a great company. It's so weird that we, we, we haven't played this game in months and we, like, we're like, fuck it, let's get the season pass. So we get the season pass and we get in it and we're like, why Hooked. did we ever stop playing yeah, I, was, this? I think I said it, I was like, why did I stop playing this? <laughs> it's just so good, It man. is, it is. To me, it's... It's up there, man, with one of the better games that's on this console. Yeah. And the season pass, you know, played the new maps, or new, I guess, the newer the maps. Thou shall not pass, yes. DLC. Yeah. And uh, I thought the maps are solid. They're, a lot of them are really pretty. Um, they introduced so you like that one that's nighttime like a bunch modes of, and Yeah, you like the one that's like nighttime, has a bunch of, bunch and bunch of buildings. I like that one, but I really like the map with, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's got that. 
that field and like really pretty white flowers with the with 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 the red rosebuds on it. Yeah, I like that map a lot. I like That's that map too. Um, Battlefield One is kind of played with a lot of sniper gameplay, mm-hmm. and so and that one has a shitload of them. Yeah, but uh, the new DLC is getting ready to drop. They you are allowed to play one of the new maps. I if you're a season pass owner. If you're a season pass owner, I don't know. And I think Xbox gets the it name first. of the map because it's in Russian, and I'm not even going to pretend to butcher that. Yeah. So. Um, it's a really good map. It's a snow map. Most most people know that in any online shooter, snow maps are kind of a no go. There really never really is a really good one. This one's pretty damn solid. Isn't that weird though? Because yeah, I've noticed that like on Battlefield Bad Company two, or and Bad Company one, they had snow maps and it was like, god damn it, like it just they were so because it's, it's so much white and black yeah. and then every you can't see. No, Battlefield four had one too. Yeah. yeah. And with this game, it's all about like when and there's you, never been a good snowy Call of Duty map. So. Yeah. And then when you, like in this game, like, you know, they're really big on the effects and stuff. So when you get in and out of a tank, your eyes have to adjust. So yeah. it's like pure Oh, yeah. yeah. There's times where you can't see. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> like, it's just, like, or you yeah. just keep running into, like, a snow blind. And you're yeah. just... You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. But Which that's is all cool. about the it, realism it, of the yeah, game. It, it adds to the game. And one of those times that you're running out of a tank and you can't see shit and you'll stab somebody in the throat. And yeah. It'll look Crazy. totally awesome. So, yeah, Battlefield 1. Great game. If you haven't bought it, buy it now. I think it's actually been on sale, is on sale, and you can buy it used for... And they're getting a... Today it was, what, 25, 30 bucks? Yeah. And I think they're getting ready to do, like, an Ultimate Edition, too, for, like, Yeah, the Ultimate Edition with all... That's including the Season Pass, 60 bucks. Yeah, that's a great deal. After we just bought it for 50. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we don't give a shit. It's good to support them. I I would give them my money over Activision any day. Any day. But you say that. Destiny 2. And you've bought you versus shit or whatever. Yeah. Fuck I know, but, but to me <laughs> that's budgie. That's to me that's budgie yeah. more than it is Activision. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I'll tell myself. Yeah, right. Lie, fake it to make it. I, I loved Halo. Yeah. I still play the shit out of Halo. So. <laughs> right. So I picked up Splatoon 2 on, on the Switch. I was a big Splatoon fan. Um, it's crazy because I was, God, that shit is so loud on the fucking Snapchat. Yeah, I guarantee you it's um, picked up on the. So sorry if you guys hear that. Just It's fucking terrible, but. Picked up Splatoon 2 on um, the Switch, and it's just, it's so good. Like, Nintendo really needed a new IP, something very new, also to get into the market of shooters. Um, and they, you know, like Nintendo fashion, they did their own thing. And Splatoon 2 is Splatoon 1, but with more shit. They have, like, a horde mode in there where you're fighting bosses and boss runs, and you, and, but it's really weird that that's only open certain hours of the day. It's kind of stupid. It's their own little in game event bullshit. But they have, like, all kinds of different uh, abilities now. And, and like, with the abilities, you know, you have... There's, like, they added, like, these, like, dual... Dual splatoon... Or dual tees or dual splatties or some shit. It's, like, you know, dual wielding. And you have, like, a, a roll with that. And Didn't they just introduce a, an old gun from the first one? Yeah. Like the Queefer? <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> Welcome to Quelcher or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking weird, dude. They have all kinds of weird little things in there. And there's a, you know there's actual story mode now and um, but like the multiplayer is just real quick matches like two minute matches two and a half minute matches and you're constantly leveling up and getting new weapons and gear and it's just crazy man like there's Splatfest Splatfest is just is something so unique it's basically think of it as a different version of Iron Banner yeah they just randomly come up and it's like Team Mayo versus Team Ketchup. And you have Don't to do you have to pick a tent, pick like a salmon side. Salmon run or something like that. Yeah, salmon run is the uh, like the horde mode. Okay. So it'll it'll put like boss like a boss round, and then it'll do like little horde modes, and you earn you earn gear that way too. And it's just 
there's so much more content in this one and it's just it's so much fun and uh buddy chauncey was telling me today he says that splatoon 1 was running 30 percent faster on the wii u than than what's running on the switch and he says that but they had to like basically the thing with the switch is that when you run it docked it's got more power to put out to the screen. Yeah. And when you do it undocked, it like kind of degrades the quality of the visuals. So we're at a time right now with the Switch that you have to... Developers basically have to meet in the middle somewhere so they're not overpowering the docked version versus the undocked. Well, that then fry your system. Yeah, but also think about this. What happens if later they're like, okay, well, we're going to leave it to the developer whether they want to to allow their game to be run undocked? There are, or, there already are games on the Switch that do that. That you can't run docked or undocked? There is a game what on game? the store that you have to play undocked. Really? you have to use a touchpad. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, touchpad would make sense. That's crazy shit. I can't so, remember the name of it, but I did read I read that on So think Reddit, about it. Like, what happens like later if they put out a game that you're going to... You have to run docked because they want it to look better or something. That'd I mean, be I weird. I think... The certain the major titles that everybody wants to play on the Switch are probably going to play both. Yeah, they're not going to do that to their. But yeah. the obscure titles, yeah, you might see like that. Jackbox Party Pack. That's probably what it is. Um, that I can't remember that Jack that Jackbox Party shit or something. I don't know, but but Splatoon Two is fucking is great, 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 great fun. It's the perfect game to when you have somebody over and you want to take turns. Unless they're your kids, they won't take turns. They just keep switching the gender of the squid. <laughs> like God, your yeah, daughter. My profile has <laughs> been changed on my Switch so many times by my son because he uh, thinks he's slick. Yeah, he was doing it too. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." I was like, "You better not be changing severed. that name." The game severed. Oh, severed. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, "I was like, you better not be. You better not be touching that. Touching that. Your dad's profile name." He. Uh, I'm not doing that. He tried to erase my name and he misspelled it when he put it back in. Like I wasn't gonna know. Yeah. I was like, who's Big Fuge? <laughs> he tried. He's tried. struggling. He is, but man. uh, and then your daughter's obsessed with switching the Squid Boy to Squid Girl. Yeah. She's like, she's so obsessed with it. Well, I'm think about like, it. Remember when she played Skate Three? Yeah. Oh she, yeah. My the same created, shit. Yeah. My daughter created herself on Skate Three. <laughs> Like, like, if it was, like, grown-up Bella, that was her. Yeah, and then, like, so every time they played, they'd have to, like, load out, load back in. It's like, God. Hey, man, it's all about that experience, too. It's just a skin, like, but, yeah, it's funny shit, but. It's funny, though, is on the Long Dark, like, in any of the playthroughs I've ever done like that, I always name the character after her, and it's always a female. I never do that with most games. So you want your daughter to starve and freeze to death, or what? Oh, man, I want her to to persevere, man. (laughs) Wanted to stab that fucking bear in the neck. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Revenant style. But yeah, Splatoon 2 is great. Check it out if you got a Switch. If you have a Switch, you probably have it, unless you're Brady. But, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I'm gonna save the other two for the last. Uh, kind of like the game preview stuff we talked about. I played Conan Exiles, and uh, that game, I think there's like a 45-minute limit on that, too. Uh, it's basically Ark, but with titties and dong. <laughs> and it's crazy because in a, in a that game runs at 60, frame 60 frames per second. It looks beautiful. Um, it's a Did lot. Did you buy it? No, I didn't buy it. I just played it. I want to. I want to get it because it looks. How much is it? Right Thirty-five, now? I think. That's, but dude, it's it'll go up. It is. Yeah, it, it'll definitely go up once it releases. But like the world is so so much like more interesting to me, and the way you like. I mean, if you're a Conan fan. 
I mean, yeah, like if you're big into Conan, like you're gonna love this shit. And like, I mean, this, the the original Conan was great. Yeah, and the like it's ones, not so much. It's it's really 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 pretty. And um, like I was like, man, I'm st- I spawned in this desert, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking dying of thirst. And I was like, fuck it. I was like, just gonna run straight. And I just kept running straight. And finally came to to a bed of water, and I'm like, how do I drink it? And it's just like, I was like hit x hit x and it just instantly filled my drink up it was like fucking funny but yeah there's okay so in europe punch you the get, water in europe you get the uncensored version where you get to you get to um uh, adjust the size of your genitalia <laughs> female and male oh lord and then you get to in the american version that's got like a you know a sash in front of it or whatever a loincloth and then oh, you in, know it's been modded to shit, though. Yeah, well, no, on the PC version, it's full dong, everything. But on the Xbox version, they had to cover the, cover the genitalia, but except for breasts. On breasts on the women, you can make them as big or as small as you want. So, like, the chick I made, man, she just had these fucking big-ass, massive balloons, man. It was crazy. <laughs> and then, like, the, and then there's, like, physics, so she's, like, running, and it's, like, hitting her in her fucking chin. Her chin. <laughs> And it was like, and I was like, so I was playing, I was like, so what happens if like, if I make these really big and she's running, does that like lose more stamina because like it'll hurt her back and give her like back problems later? She'll be, wa- she'll be walking like fucking Quasimodo like, later in the fucking game. But I don't know, this is really, it's a really cool game. It's all survival, you know, so you got to eat, you got to hunt, Lord knows we build your clothes. A, uh, we you don't know. have a... But I mean, the game is like, you build, you build structures and... You have to put permissions on it, and they do decay over time. So if you have to keep logging, just like Ark, it's basically just like Ark and runs better and looks better. It's, it's really weird, yeah. man. But that game's gonna grow, grow too. I know that on the PC they they've added a lot of shit. Well, in Conan's universe, there's there's a lot of yeah. expansion to be had too. So I really, really want to get it, but it's just one of them games. It's like ah, I don't know, but I hate for West to miss out on that and then not get it for you know cheap, whatever. Yeah. Another game that I did this exact same thing with, um, Everspace. I played this game on the game preview, and I was like, oh, it looks pretty cool. And then I played for like 20 minutes. I ended it. Then when they did their next patch, I played a little bit more of it. I was like, yeah, I see what they're doing here. And then I never bought it. It went all the way up to 30 bucks. Then they had a sale one day, and it was like 25 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I really want a, an Elite Dangerous type game that is more arcadey, and this is like a space shooter you're in the cockpit of the ship, and it's roguelike, so every run you run, like once you die, you lose everything except your money, and then you upgrade your ship slowly. This game has it all. Jumping from jumping from system to system, exploring, uh, dogfighting, um, collecting resources, and building your ship. And oh my god, this game, I was so hooked. I need to go back and play some more of it. I was so hooked to it. I was jumping from system to system. Finally got to this one thing. Uh, it's all randomly generated. Got to this one area. I streamed this and I captured it live. I went to this one system and it was just this like big massive space station. And then like this like dialogue started and it was like, what is this? And they're like, this is what I think that the creators were talking about, whatever. And I basically had to go inside this big massive structure. It's finding it took me like 10 minutes on the stream to find out where the hole, <laughs> find where the hole is, find the hole to go in the structure. Finally, when I got in there, I was like, what the hell is this? And when I came back out, there's this, like, bot. This, like, massive boss that spawned, and I had to fight it. And it took me, like, ten minutes to fight him. Finally beat him. Then he basically made this, like, spark come out of him. And I had to drag that spark into the structure to power it up. And then it warped me to a whole new a whole new sector of the galaxy. 
it was just was such a cool experience uh, experience i had no idea it was coming and it was like it reminded me of that of that like exploration feel in video games kind of like zelda has like you're just like holy shit like what did i just experience so everspace is really really fun it's on windows 10 and uh xbox it's one of them buy play anywhere games so if you buy it on there you can play it on both consoles and the save goes between the two and um it's not a resource heavy game. I played on my laptop. My laptop's really shitty, so but it's a beautiful game if you if you jack up the the specs on it like and it's got a photo mode so when you pause it you can take really cool galaxy photos and speaking of I need you to funny. put your account back on my PC cuz I had to reinstall Steam. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, it's really really fun Everspace. It's it's a grand game. Like you'll love it. If you like space games like No Man's Sky and Elite Dangerous and Star Lancer stuff like that, play this game. It's it's very very widely underrated in my opinion. Uh, another game I played on PS4. Speaking uh, of No Man's Sky, they updated that game again. Yep, updated again. They put like, do you play Fable Two? No. No. Fable Two had this thing where like when you're running around the town, you'll see like little orbs of a gamer, like a gamer picture. Oh, yeah. That's like real people playing their version of the game, and then you could walk up to them and like interact with them. Did you just call them plebles? Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, when you're um, so okay, because I was probably thinking about players and people and something. Okay. Anyway, plebles. Um, so when you're, when you're playing No Man's Sky now, when you go to a planet, you'll see maybe other people's little bubble icon thing. That's people exploring that planet too. About time that should have been in with the launch. And then they added... That would have saved that game. Yeah. They added, they added, um, like story mode type things that randomly generate. They added a new galaxy map, kind of like how to navigate it. like how Destiny does with events, like timed events? Mm, I don't think so. I've not, uh, I've not experienced that. I don't think so. You know what I mean? Like the... The war stats would come down. Yeah, I don't think nothing like that. Like, it's like when you spawn into a new sector, there'll be, like, an icon. You go down there, and it'll be, like, some alien talking to you about something. Just, like, giving you... Can you shoot him? Like that. I, don't, I don't know. I, even, I didn't really try. Just shoot him. I just basically glanced on to see what they're doing. Um, I can't remember what else they added. Play every space game. Oh, there's so many... There's so many... Yeah. There's so many uh, new systems in that shit, and I, I think it's really cool because I fucking loved... I loved that game when it launched... I just I knew that there wasn't enough there. I was happy with what I got. Um, I still stand by what I said. The thing I wanted out of that game was to be in a ship in space, look at a planet, go to that planet, go through the atmosphere, go through the level, whatever, but and then land on the ground. There are games that did that before that. Like what? All them PC games, man. Yeah, back in the day. But to a degree, they some of them didn't have no, that still, that transfer there, there thing. Still ones on that level. Not as not as intuitive to what I've seen. There's one that that was I can't remember what the hell that game was. A real, real graphic game. I seen a I seen a video of it one time, but I know I know what game you're talking about. I don't know the name, I can't of, remember it, the name but... of it. Star Citizen or something like that. Yeah, I think like I love cool. the I love these games, but I know that the the best ones are on PC. But I don't I don't PC game. So like for to me having that it's on the shame. console, it's a fucking the fucking amazing shit. Um, but anyway, but everybody's heard enough from the Lost Man's Sky. <laughs> but uh. So I play this game called Hellblade on PS4. I didn't really know much about this game. I remember seeing it at E3. You're you. Um, it's called Hellblade for Suna something. I don't know some shit. It came out and it looked incredible. It's a 4K game on PS4 Pro, and if you get it on PC, it's 4K as well. Uh, even playing 1080p, it still looks fantastic. It's made by the Ninja Theory guys. Can you, can you imagine it now that 1080p is going to be like, oh, you're you're on 1080p? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but dude, like I played this, I played this game what is this, a and I was kind of like excited. You basically, what I've learned so far is that you play this chick, she's in this like 
old broke down log and she's like, you know, rowing herself through all this, like this dead marsh and like hanging people. And the whole time, like I'm playing on headphones, you're hearing voices from all like 7.1 around you. You clearly get the idea that this chick is insane. She's schizophrenic. She's hearing voices and they're telling her like, Oh, you think you're cool? Like, you know, saying all kinds of weird shit. And then you're talking to yourself and she's talking. It's really weird. And basically it's kind of a walking simulator, but with a little bit of puzzle element. And um, so I don't really know what's all going on yet, but it is some mythology. I can't remember. I was going to ask what time period does it take place in or I can't remember. Resemble. It's pretty It's pretty early, early primitive uh, shit, but I can't remember what it is because I, I only played it that one day and I meant to go back to it, but the next time I turned it on, there was like an 8 gigabyte update, which the game's 8 gigabytes, so basically you're downloading the fucking game again. But I can't remember, but it's pretty cheap. I think it's a $30 game. Maybe six, seven hour experience. Or did you play it at Jared's? No, I played on PS4 because, you know, me and him game share. Oh, okay. And, um, but like, you should see that game on fucking 4K, dude. It's crazy. Crazy shit. So, I don't know. I don't really know much about it. I just want to say I played it. And, but if you're looking for like a, you know, a, what's that Horizon Zero Dawn feel, you're not going to get that. This is pretty extremely linear walking simulator type thing. But the graphics are great. Sound design is incredible. It's got to be if you're hearing fucking 14 different voices all at once. You know, it's crazy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the last two things I'm going to talk about, two games that are very, very, very amazing to me. Uh, the first one's Fortnite. Uh, Henderson Man of Pixelated Radio. Um, we were all pretty, we were all pretty um, excited for this game. But Epic Games kind of dropped the ball on this. Uh, this game was announced so long ago. Fortnite. It was Cliffy B's baby. Cliffy B is the dude that did Gears of War. Um, he basically had an idea for this game, told everybody about it, and then something happened, and then he left Epic Games and went and formed his own studio. Now his game's coming out called Lawbreakers. Which now, looks amazing. Yeah, which plays amazing. I played the, I played a little bit of that, but then the server crashed, so I don't want to talk about it too much. Put on PS4. It is an open beta on PS4 now, and it's coming out pretty damn soon. Isn't it? It's only like thirty dollars, isn't it? Yeah, but he's he he's all but said it's officially coming out for Xbox One X as well. So you ain't got to worry about that. Yeah, or Xbox I One. Buy, I really don't buy a lot of games on my PS4 yeah, anymore. Me either. Unless my son absolutely just wants them. Yeah. So uh, Fortnite is part Minecraft, part Plants vs Zombies, part Gears of War Horde mode. So. You start off as a character, you have like different survivors, and you gotta um, you pick your hero, whatever, and then you go into this world, you cra- you harvest stuff, you break down walls, you get all these get all this loot, and then you build your base, and then you gotta defend the horde, you get defend against the horde and shit, and then this game on the surface is really really badass. It's got everything I wanted. It's got loot. It's got you know action, building shit, but there's so many tutorials. Like I'm still I'm playing. I think I probably have 25 hours in this game, if if not more. And I'm still going through a tutorial. The entire game is a tutorial, pretty much. And it's just crazy. Like you go through so many different things. Like it took me like four hours in, and it gave me a quest to open a chest. Like taught me how to open a chest. And I'm like, are you serious? It's really weird. But this game came out, and like everybody fiended it, and like they're still playing it. But a lot of like the diehards like went in there and just did nothing, sh- nothing but play that game for like two weeks straight. Then they bitched about it. I'm just doing the same thing now. Where's you know? There's no end game content. And they're bitching about it, and I hate that shit. So it's like, dude, 
go play something else while they're, well, this is obviously, because, okay, here's the thing. It's $40, but they don't tell you anywhere that it's open beta. It will be a free-to-play game when it comes out next year. So you're basically paying for the founder's package. You get some extra shit, and you basically, you know, get to be there while they're developing the game. Well, once I found out about that, I was like, ah, I don't know, Rob. Like, I don't really, he already pre-ordered it. Uh, I was like, I don't know, man. Like, that's kind of sucks because I don't really want to pay for something and it'd be free later on. Like, and then he's like, so what he did is he went in there and thankfully, like, I really appreciate it, man. Uh, bought it for me and Sean. He bought this like epic edition that came with like two extra, two extra um, copies of the game so he can give to friends. I was like, that's fucking badass. And then since he did that, I was like, okay, well, I can upgrade my copy to the founder's copy for like 20 bucks. So I did that. So I gave him a little bit more money. And, uh, and so it's just, it's just fucking badass, man. Like I love the game. There's daily missions and it's all third person and, you know, you're finding loot and you're going and, you know, traveling these houses and finding little things. And every time I play it, like I, I unlock something else. So it teaches me how to do this and that. And it's a lot of things to manage and a lot of things to learn. You could play this game in a year and it could be completely different because they have to streamline that shit more. They have to fucking streamline that shit to make it more appealing. Cause like my buddy Ryan got it and Ryan, like he messaged me like, okay, well like how to do this. And I'm like, dude, you just, you got to keep playing. Cause it'll, it'll teach you later on. And I haven't seen him play it since then. <laughs> so because it is overwhelming when you, when you get on there. Um, but yeah, so Fortnite, cool, cool game. Uh, the other game is prey. Now I was a massive fan of prey back in the day on 360. Did you ever play that prey in the original 360? I didn't. It was cool. It was like a, you were this Native American dude that uh, worked at this like bar, gas station, whatever, and you're sitting there taking a piece. Don't fear the ri- they're taking a piece, taking a piss, taking a piece, and uh, then you hear like "Don't fear the reaper" on the jukebox, and all of a sudden lights start going off, the screen shakes, and then you realize that aliens are invading and they're trying to suck up, suck you up, and you and your grandpa and your girlfriend up into the spaceship, and then. It's just crazy, crazy shit. It was so good. I loved it. They announced Prey 2. Prey 2 got canceled. Then they announced that Prey was getting rebooted, basically. So I didn't really get it um, at first. And then I heard Rob talk about it. And I heard a bunch of other people talk about it. And it sounded so cool. Finally picked it up. I was on sale for half off. And holy shit. This game is basically Deus Ex. Um, I don't know. Half-Life mixed with Dishonored dead space i don't know it's really like a bunch of games mixed together and there's just so many different ways you can you can uh travel the map and find like little ducks you can hide in and sneak around and there's different abilities and you you unlock this thing where you can scan uh some of the enemies and get their abilities and it's just so fun man there's so many different like ways you can uh hack things and unlock things and if you love exploration games and like first person shooter mixed with that, like you're going to love this game and there's a really cool story to it. I don't want to spoil anything because that opening mission, I think you could download the opening, like the first hour gameplay on, on, I think you can download the demo. I think it's called pray first hour or something demo. Um, and like, it's really, really fucking cool. It's a lot like portal type shit. And like, it's just really badass. So check out pray. I don't want to talk about too much cause I'm still playing the shit out of it, but um, I know when people, when it first launched, it was really difficult. They've patched the difficulty down some 
And like, I mean, I, I this game that I'm going to have 20, 30 hours and I play on easy anyway because I don't have time to be reloading checkpoints every fucking two minutes. And I still die in this game even play on easy. Um, but it's just so, it's just so fun. Like they have this cool crafting system where you can recycle junk and like other things you find and then you put it in this atomizer and it like breaks it all down to components and you get to get all these components and build new shit and mods and i can't talk enough about this game i love the shit out of it so check check out prey it's on uh pc ps4 and xbox one it's just it's just a fucking amazing game oh i want to play it now just thinking about it all right so now we've covered all the things we've been playing it's probably a fucking long ass show this time but it's cool Hour and 15 minutes in. Dope. Um, yeah, let's talk about some topics, man. So, um, Well, there's the one topic. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. We we both, um, no secret here, we love our Xbox One. We're, we're Xbox fanboys. We, we'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Um, so they announced Xbox One X. Officially, that's the name of it, whatever. Scorpio Edition. Yeah. Edition. Edition. But, and they, yeah, so... At Gamescom, they announced, you know, that's pre-orderable today. Well, 24 hours before, everything leaks all the time anyway. They announced, that it leaked that they're going to have an Xbox One X that's a day one edition, but it's called Scorpio Edition. It's got um, the front uh, the front plate on the front has green text that says Scorpio, or Project Scorpio. Then it has this, like, raised, um, almost like Braille type thing on the front of the where the disc the disc is and the light is and shit and then it's going to come with a, a limited edition stand as well uh i believe in the in the xbox one x when you if you don't get the scorpio edition it does not come with a stand that's extra you have to pay for um it'll be one terabyte it'll have all you know all the badass shit that's inside the scorpio badassery yeah but it's pretty cool that we're getting it's pretty cool uh that we're getting a scorpio edition because for one thing, bright neon lime green is my favorite color, so that's going to look pretty fucking awesome. Um, I like the name Scorpio better than Xbox One X. I think Xbox One X sounds teen angst, uh, but with it saying Project Scorpio on there, on that and the controller, fucking awesome to me. Um, I'm put. I'm going to get that controller, and I'm going to put it up. Probably keep it in the box. I'm not going to play with that, that controller, um, unless I need a backup or whatever, but... Dude, I'll like, play with mine. yeah, you need one. <laughs> you need one. Uh, what is the what is the the thing about that thing? So anyway, so my situation was weird. Your situation was weird. Um, they they handled this so bad. Like, Gamescom is in Germany, so in America, it was kind of like in the afternoon. But the conference lasted pretty long, and then they had to get the word out to GameStop to do pre-orders but like on the east side of the country they were already closed yeah so and then the west side was still open midwest was kind of still open basically wrapping up type of shit let's release the most anticipated console of the year like when like on, <laughs> on a sunday sunday yeah, yeah. so <laughs> at 3 p.m what they should have done is they should have said okay monday that's when we're going to do pre-orders so it's kind of weird um uh henderson man i'm going to be we we've planned all this. I'm going to be traveling to his his house in Kentucky uh, for the launch, and we're going to do uh, the extra life twenty uh, four hour stream for fundraising for children's hospitals on the launch of the Scorpio. Now, when we do that, I'm going to have to obviously pre order and buy it in Kentucky. So 
But what I had to do is I would have had to call down their store, pre-order over the phone. My game slip card was a pain in the ass. So he luckily got, got his, talked to his boss and they let him get off work for a little bit and go pre-order both of our consoles. So thanks again for that, man. I'm really excited for that. So mine's pre-ordered. Then Brady moves some shit around and he's like, oh, I want to get an Xbox One X. Because he wasn't thinking he's going to be able to get one at launch. And then so like all day. Well, I was at work and. Allegedly. I was allegedly <laughs> at work. And at my job, they have every website blocked. Yeah. Except Reddit. <laughs> except Reddit. And so, so me <laughs> having Steve as a friend on Reddit. Test, can you get this? <laughs> messaged him on Reddit and said, let me know if, you can get, if you're getting any of this. Yeah. And uh, I had been on the phone, like allegedly on the phone while I was at work with every GameStop in Wichita. Couldn't find one, couldn't find one. Finally found one. So I sent Steve on a wild goose chase to go get it. Yeah. He gets there. It's being bought. Right when I walk in the door. And so he tells me, he said, but there's two over on. No, the guy goes, the guy's buying it. He's really excited. And I said, oh, I was like, man, I just came here just for that. I tried calling, but they weren't answering their phones. So I said, I was like, I was like, that's kind of weird. I was like, they're fucking probably busy. I go, there's one car in the parking lot. I'm like, okay, it's cool. Maybe they're just being like. We're not going to answer the phones because we're tired of answering the same thing. Got any Scorpios available? Well, you know? when, I, when they were answering the phone, the first thing they said is, is uh, so-and-so GameStop where we are still taking pre-orders for the Xbox One. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that's all I needed to know. Hell yeah. So this guy like walking out and I'm like, all right, well, that's, that's what he, I mean, what can we do? He walks back and he's like, oh, hey, can you call the West store and tell, tell this dude that I, I don't need that one anymore? And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. So she's like walking in and then. This is what was bullshit. She's so she calls the store and she says, "Hey, this is Bob Law from Southside. Uh, the guy was just in here. He actually pre-ordered here. He doesn't need it anymore. But there's another guy in here that wants to get it. Do you still have some available?" He's like, "Yeah, we got two left." And I was like, "Well, tell him to hold it. Like I'm on my way there." She's like, "You can't hold it." After what, they were like, after it. you just hold it for that dude, like what the fuck? And then so I I rush over there, <laughs> and this is this is where it gets even more crazy. I rush over there, park the car. There's like two three cars in the parking lot, and then um. I walk in, there's like four people in line, and then, um, no, three people ahead of me, yeah, so me, three people ahead of me, me and another guy behind me, and I'm talking to the guy behind me, and I was like, hey, what you know, are you, what are you here for? And he's like, oh, I'm going to get the Scorpio, and I was like, fuck, I hope these guys ain't getting it. And then one guy, he's like checking out, and then he's like on his phone, and he's like, he's just like, I just pre-ordered the SNES Classic, and I'm like, what? I'm like... And like I get on my phone, I'm like looking, I'm like, oh shit. Look on Reddit top top story, you know, GameStop just opens up pre-orders. I'm like, oh my god. Right place, right fucking time. It's like uh I asked the guy behind me, I was like, are you gonna pre-order one of these? And he's like, I don't need one. Like I I don't I don't classic game. Like they're cool, yeah, they're cool. But um and then so the other two guys in front of me, I was like, Hey, are you guys getting SNES Classic or I Scorpio? Gaming last month. Yeah. So got iron here. Yeah. <laughs> So the guy, the guy was, the two guys for me, they're like, oh yeah, we're getting the SNES Classic and, you know, and I'm like, fuck, looks like I'm getting both. And then, uh, so I walk up and the dude's like, so what are you here for? And I was like, well, I'm here to pre-order Scorpio edition for my friend and then to get a SNES Classic for myself. And in that, in that time, he started to type in Brady's number to reserve it under his name. System crashes. So I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen here? I'm like, I'm tempted. I'm like waiting, just wait in line for hours for their system to come back up. I don't give a fuck. I ain't got nothing to do. I ain't got no life. Then like the system comes back on. 
but then the customer service won't, uh, the customer like input service won't find numbers. The only number it would recognize is the store number. So we had to put it in the store number under the name. Like, it's just crazy shit. And they misspelled my fucking yeah. name. And then finally got his Scorpio done. Then I did my SNES Classic the same exact way. And, like, in between that time, it took about 20 minutes for the system to come back he, up. He did message me back while I was at work. Allegedly yeah. at yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. And then I allegedly started actually doing work after I found out. <laughs> so the uh, during that time, that, like, 20 minutes, we counted it. 42 people within that 20 minutes of them announcing pre-orders. Wow. 42 people came in there looking for the SNES Classic. And he only had eight eight at that store. And uh, To me, still, those numbers, and even the Scorpio numbers, that's so small. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think what I think what Nintendo's doing with the SNES Classic, because I did, I did get one. I was number five on the list of that, at that store. Um, they're going to do, I think they're going to do multiple pre-order runs. I think this will be the first batch, then they're going to do some other batches and then just crank them out like crazy for the holiday season. Hopefully. That's what they're saying they're going to do. They're going to have... How much are they retail? 80 79 But it comes with two controllers and some of the best Super Nintendo games. Like, really good games. So, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool that it comes with two controllers. Pretty cool. Like, uh, I guess it's crazy, man. I'm really excited for it. I really... When it came to the SNES Classic, it was just like... If I find one, I'll get one. If not, I'm not gonna trip about it. It's just how it is. Yeah, I'm. I think they're cool, but I I own those original consoles, yeah. and so I'm just like, no. But I, dude, playing them things in HD, it's where it's all at, dude. Because they look yeah. like fucking dog shit on these newer TVs. And don't say, oh, well, on the CRT TV, you get the little their old retro feel, bitch. You can turn that fucking scan filters on the fucking. Like, have you seen the scan filters on these things? Mm-hmm. Like you you boot it up. Like the NES Classic, you boot it up, and you'll play like Mario 3, and you can play it like pixel-perfect HD, like, you know, like a computer screen. Then you can turn on, hit the start menu, or the interface menu, and turn on scan lines, and it looks like an old CRT, like it fucking emulates the scan lines, it looks pretty tight. Well, I, but, have, I have two CRTs in my bedroom. Yeah. I'm, I'm fucking, ex- I'm ecstatic for this Although shit. Although I am, I am going to get rid of them, so if you know anybody that wants two of them, by right. all means. <laughs> They're a fucking beast. I just, I, they're too fucking heavy for me to want to move all the time. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm really, really, really stoked for that. And uh, so yeah, we both have Xbox One X's come out November seventh. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'm going to drive. <laughs> this is, this is gonna be fucking nuts. I'm gonna request off sun to get off Sunday, probably six o'clock, seven o'clock. Come home, pack, um, sleep. Then wake up at like five, five in the morning probably, and get on the road, go to Kentucky, be there for that that evening because you know they're gonna do a nine o'clock launch, probably nine ten o'clock launch, and then me and Rob are gonna go home, uh, update the consoles, transfer all our shit over with the hard drives and counts and all that shit, which you'll need to be on your phone. I will too because we'll have to exchange information, and then he'll be an hour ahead of me, won't you? Two hours ahead. I think I don't know. Maybe an hour. I think I can't remember. But no, I think I think we're in the same time zone as Rob. I think we are. We're central. I think so. But either way, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But then he's. I don't know what time he's wanting to start the stream. But um, like all that driving and shit, I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to sleep sometime. So maybe I no. I think what he's doing. I think what he's doing is starting Tuesday at twelve o'clock p.m. Some lubes, man. Of of uh, 
of noon. But I think what we're going to do, because like, it's not good for our diabetes. <laughs> to, to, I remember like, I remember last year, Rob did the whole 24 hours. Couldn't believe he did it. I did for I did it for several hours. Rob did 24 hours. I remember going to bed, waking up, like literally in my bed, and fucking turning on Twitch and seeing Rob sitting there. <laughs> just on his controller, like head half tilt. He's like trying to move to stay awake, and this fucking poor bastard just just kept doing it. So with with two people being in the same room, it's gonna be a lot easier to keep each other awake, and you know maybe take take breaks or something, you know shifts or whatever. But um, and with and with with uh, mixer now we can do co streaming. Oh my god, it's gonna be awesome, man! We'll be able to forward each other's channels and stuff. So yeah, we're looking to we're gonna be promoting that pretty heavy. We're gonna do our own group page on extra life we're you know we're going to go all out this year we're we're planning ahead of time we want to we want to try to raise uh i think last year we made just a little over a thousand dollars i think we should try to hit two thousand this year so i'm pretty excited so everybody out there start looking for our extra life page we're gonna be raising some money and we're gonna be playing some games hopefully you guys can join us watch us whatever you want to do it'll be fucking awesome um yeah, so other than that, I mean, the new dashboard Xbox, you've seen it tonight. It's fucking trash, huh? Yeah, it's bad. When I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's really bad. I'm in the like, preview program, but I'm not as dedicated to that shit as Steve yeah, is. I so I get mine last wave. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting might, ready. Might well just reject it. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> yeah, they're just, uh, they're getting ready to add all kinds of new shit to the, to the preview thing. We're going to get the Minecraft, uh, Minecraft together update whatever we're gonna get the 4k update first we're gonna get uh all kinds of shit and like i'm in like the top two top two percent in in the world for xbox preview i take all the tests all the surveys everything i'm a fucking beast but uh fucking poop yeah (laughs) so i don't know it's pretty it's pretty dope uh but yeah our i guess if you're out there and you have a switch you want to try out arms i don't have arms i mean i have arms but i don't have arms in the game um there's a global test punch, which is like their demo this weekend. But see, the things with their demos is that they're all timed. There's certain hours it's available and certain hours it's not. It, it goes all weekend. Yeah, but there's different time slots, though. Oh, is there? Yeah. The way they build it made it sound like it mm-hmm. opens up Friday evening. And it opens up Friday evening and doesn't stop till Sunday, but there's only certain times that they're available. And that's Either fucking way, stupid. If you're on the fence about it, I guess. Yeah. It's okay. It's a cool game. Pretty cool. To me, it's but, to me when we first watched what was it the tr- not, was it the treehouse thing? I've never seen it E three, and I was like, this looks like fucking Wii Box. I know, but Nintendo did their own thing though. They yeah, probably it something. yeah. Yeah, treehouse is what and, they do. Uh, yeah. Thinking like, <laughs> just so fucking dumb, yeah. <laughs> like that and the one two switch, and just be like, the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people love arms, man. I just. I think that's why they're doing the global test punch because it's not selling as what they what they want to do it. But you go on Reddit, no one wants to pay sixty bucks. Yeah, for it. but you go on Reddit, man. You see people defending that game. They're like, this game is fucking fun. I'm it's sure great. It is if you, especially if you need a game for like a family game. Yeah. One two but, switch looks dumb as hell. Yeah, Chauncey Chauncey got it. And he's like, this game is fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm like, what did you think, dude? But he wanted a game him and his wife can play. So. So I don't know, man. That's. Uh, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. You're fucking well, pretty, pretty away for a long time, and you know, start back up with a long show. Yeah, no shit. Hour and thirty minutes, cool. Get landed something to listen to when he flies his personal jet. <laughs> no shit. He'll be he'll be impressed that there's a new 14 show. Fourteen houses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, him and Tara are living it up in New Zealand. God, I want to go there so bad. But um, yeah. So, anyways, that is pretty much the show, guys. We did an hour and a half of recording for you. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. 
And uh, I sure to fucking enjoy it. I've been needing to do a show for a long time. It feels good. Yeah, it does. And oh, we'll make this more regular. Yeah, try to do, let's try to do two two shows a month. That'd be cool. I'd yeah. be down for that. And yeah, we'll try to do, come out with another show, not in the next three months, but maybe the next week Don't or two. Don't forget to hit subscribe, like, yeah. add us on our Patreon. Patreon, yeah, support us. Give us a dollar. We'll give you a blowy. But uh, yeah, and then, other than that, check out Pixelated Paranormal. They're always mentioning us. They literally mention us every fucking show. Do they? Every show. Guess and, what helps I listen to them. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Every, every show, they <laughs> give us a shout out. So check us out. Check out them, Pixelated Paranormal. Uh, they got some things in the works. Um, sounds pretty exciting. I'm going to try to join them on a Halloween episode because uh, they're going to have like four shows in Halloween time. I want to be um, on one. Yeah. Oh, damn it, Sean. No, they, they want to do a round table with us too. The, the Halloween show, they're going to do one real show and then they're going to do some extra shit with I'll Sean. I'll be busy on Halloween. So. Well, not on Halloween around that time. Ain't no one going to be recording a fucking podcast on Halloween day. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty pretty fucking tight. So yeah, check check out uh, their podcast. Check out Pixelated Radio. That shit's great. It's a uh, Henderson man, Mark, uh, Corey, Corey, and uh, Rich. So it's always a fun time. Um, actually, a new uh, guy got a hold of us on Facebook. His name is. I need to look it up because I forgot it. His name is Mike. We got another Mike. Mike. Up in Gee, here. I don't know Mike. Yeah, Gee, I don't know Mike. Uh, he does a podcast called Video Game Generations. And it is about Mike and his daughter, Addie. And pretty unique concept. So basically, um, his daughter uh, and him do a show. They used to, well, they still do a show, but she's kind of on hiatus because her heart's not in it anymore, which is understandable. So now he's just doing, like, reviews and stuff. But their previous episodes was just him and her talking about games and, like, her ideas about games. Pretty pretty tight. I listened to a couple, couple of their episodes. Definitely check them out. Video Game Generations Podcast. Check it out on iTunes, everything. They even got a website called vggpodcast.com. And uh, he's actually a Wichita native as well. So I'm going to be uh, hitting him up. Probably have him on the guest on the show. Maybe do an interview or something. And do some promotions with that. So... Always like finding new people, and he found us, which is pretty fucking crazy. And it's pretty awesome because Brady saw that, and I think it put his, put his ass into gear to do a show. <laughs> so, thanks, Mike. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really, really excited. Uh, he actually heard about Wichicon. He said he saw the Wichicon title and wondered if it had anything to do with Wichita, Kansas. Because he has a game podcast in, Can- in Wichita as well. Sure enough, it does. Never heard of Wichicon, though. And I told him what it was, and he's like, that sounds freaking awesome. So... Who knows, man? Maybe next year you can join us on the stage. It'd be pretty cool. Um, I can't wait for that next year, man. We're going to have a table. It's going to be fucking fun. We're going to do, do some shit with that. We're pretty famous. I mean, yeah, we're kind of a big deal. So, <laughs> so anyways. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll end the show with some kind of music and something, something, something. And something about teabagging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay, stay after the song, too. You'll hear a little hear a little skit unless you're Rob and he hates fucking music and podcasts but you can eat a dick Rob (laughs) so uh, so until next time guys thanks for listening check us out check us out on Facebook OND Podcast Uh, we have a we have a public group and a uh, podcast page as well so thanks a bunch stay classy San Diego (laughs) and we will be back in probably uh, six months
All right. <laughs> we'll see you next spring. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. All right, guys. Take it easy. Peace. There are loved ones in the glory whose dear forms you often miss when you close your earthly story. Will you join them in their bliss? Will the circle be unbroken by and by, by and by? Is a better to the dying Savior now they dwell with him above will the circle be unbroken by and by by and by is a better
And one by one, they went away. Now the family is parted. Will it be complete one day? Will the circle be unbroken by and by? By and by is a better home awaiting in the sky. In the sky. If you were playing against Destiny players, what would you say? You don't need to scream into it. Just say. If you were like, if they were getting on your nerves, what what would you say? I would. Um, whenever I killed one of them, I teabag them. <laughs> Oh my god. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.